0: The Mulberry Lane Show Music celebrities, Fun
1: Where I want be
0: Your weekend getaway Got
1: my My radio on Now
0: Be a part of the
1: family Hey, we've been waiting for you It's Allie Thanks for staying I'm here with my sisters Rachel and Beau, And we're revving up for the second half of the Mulberry Lane Show right. Ooh, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, before we kick it into second,
1: gotta share with you a few things you shared with us last week. All right, last week on the show we had on Don Felder, former member of the Eagles. Ruben wrote in and he said, Don Felder,
2: one hell of a guitarist. Mm Mm-hmm. Ditto that. Thanks, Ruben, for writing in. Last week we also had Rodney Atkins on. Leanne gave us her approval, saying Love, Rodney Atkins Leanne, that makes four of us
1: (laughs) Okay, on last week's show We also had comedian Owen Benjamin From Sullivan and Son And Lon wrote in and he said Listening right now from Long Beach, Mississippi With Owen Benjamin Just tuned in, I love the show And the gals Well Lon, that certainly made our day And we hope you keep it here with us every week On the Mulberry Lane Show Kisses to you (laughs) Okay And if you're on our Facebook page, you saw that this week before our interview with Susanna Hopps, we opened up the forum to you guys and said, if you have a question for Susanna, let us know and we'll try to ask it in the interview. Well, you guys had some awesome questions. So a special thanks to Matt, Robert and Mark for their questions that we asked Susanna during the interview. Thanks guys. Okay. Well, let's get right to the second half. The Mulberry Lane show, Alley Cat Rachel Bo, bringing our weekend show to you. Gonna have
2: some fun, and when the time's done, you'll walk away feeling so brand new. While we continue our chat With John Wick's drummer For Fits and the Tantrums In this half of the show mm-hmm. Then we move it right along With David Embergluk A.K.A. Emmy Of The Counting Crows And then wrapping it up With the first part Of our interview With bassist Dean Dinning From Toad the Wet Sprocket We've got a lot to get to So let's dive right in This is John Wick's With Fits and the Tantrums <laughs> Now, if you've just joined us, John was just talking about how every member of the band has been a session musician and none of them really wanted to form a band in the first place.
0: You know, it's tough. It is tough, especially for, you know, our saxophonist, James King and I. You know, we both come from similar backgrounds uh, in the jazz world where, you know, someone can just call you and say, hey, we just need a drummer for tonight. You know, and you're like, it's just that kind of casualness to it. Okay. Whereas when you're in a band, there isn't there isn't that. It's very much um, it's a different energy and, and a different commitment to it. And that we, we still are even you know six years into it, we're still I think dealing with it.
2: Okay, so it's the musical booty call versus the marriage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my God! I'm so stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: From the looks of your social media page, you guys have a lot of people turning out for the shows. So in an age where it's hard to get people to show up, what do you think it is that's resonating with the fans?
0: Um, It's the energy that we put out on stage. I mean, um, when I get done with the show, I look like I went for a swim. I'm covered, completely drenched from head to toe. My shoes are filled with water and Fitz and Noella the same way. We're putting out much energy on stage Physically and emotionally That I think the people connect to that And I also will say The one thing that I'm realizing now um, That I've had a little bit of perspective Is that we're playing this stuff without irony And I think that's the big difference Between us and the majority of fans out there It's like, you know, yes We're using 80s synths And we're using drum machine sounds And we're using sort of, I guess Retroish ideas In our songwriting And that kind of thing But the difference Between us Is, is that We're doing it Unhonically Because We grew up in the 80s None okay. of us are kids You know what I mean? Right and yeah. so I think when you're Playing things Without playing them Tongue in cheek Or with a wink And a nod That you connect With an audience On a more visceral level Than if you were Doing it And just kind of kitschy, like You okay. know And there's none of that With us It's just like Look, we grew up listening to this synth on this print song. We really want to use it, you know, and it's a part of our vernacular from the time we were kids. So I think there's a difference there.
2: That's a really interesting point because you're going at it with authenticity and honesty that translates. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know, and it's funny, I, I was crossing the street uh, in Silver Lake uh, about a year ago. I was crossing the street, and it was one of these things where that don't walk sign was on, but there was absolutely no, no traffic whatsoever, and right. there was a group of kids right behind me. Like just probably high senior, senior year in high school, something like that, right behind me, and I was like, all right, screw it, I'm just gonna run this, uh, you know, process. And I heard this kid behind me. He goes, oh, let's follow the hipster. And I looked I looked behind him. I was like, did you just call me a hipster? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you gonna do about it? And I was like dude thank you man i'm like i'm 43 years old you just <laughs> made my day bro. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is awesome bring
2: it you know? on I was
0: so frustrated he was so frustrated because he really wanted to insult me and i was like dude you just totally made my day and made me feel so much younger than i am right now <laughs> and uh i wanted to take him inside and say you know none of this sh- that i'm wearing right now i don't know why you're calling me a but uh, none of this is Ironically, man, you know, I'm like I'm 43, dude. You know? <laughs> this so, uh, is who I am. Anyways, and that's, that's the kind great. of the way I feel about the music too. Yeah. like uh-huh. there's been a couple of reviews where they're like, oh, these hipsters, and I and Fitz and I are both just laughing our ass off. I'm like, that's really cool. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's an awesome metaphor, that story for you know who you are as a band. <laughs> yeah. Drummer John Wicks from Fitz and the Tantrums telling you what's what on the Mulberry Lane Show. In 2011, you were called the hardest working band by Vogue magazine. A lot of bands work hard. Why do you think you got that title? Well, we're
0: scared, for one, that we're it's gonna end. (laughs) You know, like
2: (laughs) nothing like fear to motivate
0: uh, you. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing fear, right? So it's that's the other thing. We're all old enough to realize how rare it is what we have. You know, and scared that if we get off the road, it's gonna stop and we'll go. Oh, just kidding. You know, you guys aren't really that happening you right. know and so i think we just keep going and it's also a financial thing if i'm going to be completely honest you know it's the only way you make money anymore out there yeah. by getting on the road and yeah. and touring mm-hmm. so oh wow i'm tripping out i'm tripping out right now because they just started playing a record here at this juicy cafe that now yeah cool. that
2: never gets old um, does it
0: that's, that's weird yeah it is it's really it's cool i, I will say that's, that's really awesome um, okay
2: We have to ask you about your life as a dad. You have four-year-old twin girls.
0: Yeah, they're five now. But But yeah, five. Okay.
2: So, how does that affect Uh your approach to the music and touring and everything?
0: Oh man, that's a really cool question. Well, first, I think it affected more of how I lead my life than more than it did the music. I think it made me live a lot healthier lifestyle. I started eating better. I started. Running, I run ultra marathons, which are 50 and 100 mile marathons in the mountains.
2: How? And I got on hooked Earth on
0: running, right?
2: Do you do that?
0: Yeah, I know. It's, it's really not just kind of this weird obsession, but. Yeah, so when my daughters were born, it was sort of a wake up call for me. I had high blood pressure. I was eating a jack in the box every night at two <laughs> in the morning after gigs. <laughs> right. so, yeah. You know, and so when they were born, I realized, holy <laughs> shit, I better change my ways or I'm not going to be around to these girls. So yeah. I started running and ran my first marathon, changed my diet. I'm pretty much a vegan. I try to stay vegan as much as I can on the road. And, You're a hipster. Um, oh, my God. I know. It really is. <laughs> 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 and I'm wearing skinny jeans for boot. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. But, uh, you know, if I really think about it, it did change some things. I think it, it realized what's important in pop music because when I am in the car with my kids, I hear what they gravitate to. Okay. And I hear the words that resonate with them, the melodies that they remember. You know, actually, um, I always reference uh, Prince, but Prince actually said that he knows he has a good melody if a child can sing it immediately. Okay. My girl hear our music or anybody else's music and are singing it back immediately. I know we got something really tricky. I mean, if you listen to Money Grabber, you realize that it's like a nursery rhyme. Uh You know, it's totally just a kid's nursery rhyme. Uh And so I think they sort of taught me to just out and stop trying to be so badass and cool and just go out there and have fun yeah. you know?
2: and more fun after the break with John Wix drummer for fits in the tantrums don't go anywhere you're listening to the Mulberry Lane show.